You are now listening to the Rise and Grind Morning Show, presented by 419 The Grind.
this record as frequently as possible. Then, as it becomes easier for you, play the record once a day or as needed. It feels good, yeah It feels good 
Said, you know, say that OSD and used to rock. St. Andrew's show, you know? Wake up, Toledo. 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 Wake up, Toledo.
1019 Grind, Rise and Grind Morning Show. Do you feel good? Oh, good morning. What's on the TV? Look at it. Oh, why is it doing that? Do feel good? It's Freaky Friday. Supposed to be feel good Friday. It's Phil. It's Phil. Finally free, freaking Friday. Finally what? Finally free. Finally free. Yeah, because it's about to be the weekend. We about to be free. Free from what? Uh, free from the week. It's <laughs> <laughs> the weekend. Free. Free from the. Week. You know we love free. Free, 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 free. free. Good morning, grinders. Good morning. Good morning to everybody on the on the show. Yeah. Uh, what you on? You on TikTok or you on Facebook? I'm on Facebook. Face busy. I didn't feel like being on TikTok today. <laughs> you ain't feel like it. <laughs> Taking a break. Too much inter- interaction. You gotta interact with TikTok, interact with y'all, interact with the show. <laughs> you a great multitasker, though. Uh, try. Great job. Speaking of jobs, shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox. Hotbox. Hold on. Mm. Oh. Shay's taking a sip. Thirsty. A gulp. I know he's going to go right into it. Well, that's okay. what <laughs> Normally. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox. Hotbox. Hot Hot City Entertainment. Yep. Greater New Psalmist Church. Amen. J. Rush Jennings. Uh-huh. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Yumadop Lucas County. Yep. Legendary Carpet Care. Hey, now. Kendall Harvey. Yep. Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Oh, Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Sino. That's splash. Arc Construction and Restoration. Restore. And Witness Riches Forever. Money. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise and Grind at the 419grind.com and you can become a sponsor of our show. Jason, guess what? (laughs) You need to get with your people, man. I really feel like he lied and said that he delivered that package. And then after I put up such an uproar, mysteriously, why is my package on my back door? I've lived in my same location for five years mm. and never has it ever been a package left. Never have I ever. At the dang on back door. And you know the crazy thing about that? Is you'll never know what really happened. I know. Because it could have been in the whole time. Th- right. It could have. He could have mm. snuck it and back. I that's what I, either he could have snuck it back, it could have been there the whole time, and I could have missed it. The event could have happened, Maybe. and I would have missed it or because I don't even go through the back door. <laughs> somebody could have been watching the show, stole your package, fell back, and was too. Or that too. Ain't that Maybe crazy? Maybe it was Jason that delivered your package. He didn't know it was you, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, he don't know me by Shania Kimball. No, he right, know me exactly. By he looked at the thing. Was like, okay, let me deliver this package. <laughs> he better because he shows like, man, I can't help you. I can't. They ain't telling me nothing. And I was like, dang, it's okay. Well, I appreciate you. He probably going. went back and got the package. Like, let me put this in there. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't put it back. He didn't put it back. So it was there the whole time, Jason. What's up? Is you on their side or what? What's up? You got a rival with a company. Yeah, you got a rival with peoples. FedEx for life, baby. <laughs> hey, if you don't like uh, your coworkers not leaving the proper package, come on over here to UPS. <laughs> UPS gonna recruit you. They gonna start you up at two dollars more. <laughs> Speaking of two dollars more, what the mm. weather like? Don't do that. <laughs> I can't do that? Mm-mm. Oh, my bad. No, I got food in my mouth. I will, I'm going to burn it. I'm sorry. Jason said, y'all got me. I did it. Damn, Jason. I know you ain't do me like that. I wonder if you did it for real. You never know. It's true. He could be lying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, anyways, the weather ain't lying. It's currently <laughs> at 66 degrees. We will get to a high of 77 degrees. Uh, approximately 10 minutes. It will be a 70% chance of rain. We will get a little break. After one o'clock, we will go up to eighty percent chance of rain, man. At two o'clock until seven, I hope it stops raining by the time we get downtown. Turn mm-hmm. it. Oh no, it's not. So it's showing from two 
until 10. It's raining. Yep, we're going to rain all night. Dang. Mm-hmm. Right, but this weekend, hopefully we can get hopefully we can get to our down there and get all set up before. Mm. I don't know. Rain? What? Are you getting an umbrella? Uh, this weekend it will be seventy five on Saturday. Sunday it'll be eighty one, partly cloudy, no rain in the forecast. So we should again enjoy these last few warm days. We are in the middle of October. Traffic was clear on my way here. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> Just keep coming up. Traffic was clear. Again, school is in session. It's Friday. Everybody trying to rush and drop them kids off. So make sure you guys give yourselves some allotted time to get where y'all need to go and get there safely. How was y'all way? It was steady and stacked. School traffic. You know, Upton is always a mess. Uh, oh, and Upton, up, uh, uh, Bancroft between uh, Oakwood, that part of Upton is back open as well. Um, well, yeah, other than that, it was okay. I want to, when we go to Trinity Towers, I'll talk more about the drop off at school. But, uh, yeah, I was cool. I guess you, you brought with me, so he was cool. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not saying nothing. Cool is cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, Dewan Battle, for the breakfast bowls. I was so hungry, and this is so good. Thank you, thank you, and I just want to say thank you, and I want to finish. So hopefully, Clyde can. Thank you, thank you, Dewan Battle. Uh, Shout out to Dubai Battle. He's a small business owner as well as a Jeep worker because I saw him over the summer uh, cutting lawns and doing landscapes. So I want to give it up one time for the small business owners out there with their side hustles getting that money. It's Friday. Get you some more. Is that right, Jesse? Yep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with y'all energy today? Y'all What's rode not? together and y'all was sad that Jesse want the top bunk bed? The what? <laughs> the the top bunk about? bed. Top for Step Brothers, man. I'm going to watch that movie so bad. Go watch it. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Shay? Y'all seeming all sad and stuff. Ain't nobody oh, sad. Don't What's do wrong that. with y'all? Nothing. We watching you eat. Oh, keep on, because I'm about to finish this. Keep Go on ahead. keeping Talk on. Talk so much keep, yourself. Keep on keeping <laughs> Keep on topics. keeping on, baby. <laughs> uh, so what you got for this weekend? Check. What? What you got for this weekend? Yeah, I say talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, so this weekend we got the sports show. Uh, we got Sandy Brown, Sandy Brown. from the uh, Toledo Threat, owner of the Toledo Threat. Owner? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's the owner and the founder of the Toledo Threat, the women's basketball out. team. She also ran the Toledo, uh, the uh, the fall league basketball uh, with the uh, I think it was uh, all girls, maybe all girls. It was a fall league basketball uh, that she ran. I think uh, Dennis Hobson helped her out with that. That's awesome. Okay, well, let's sit down and have more conversation. Yeah, we'll talk about the WNBA, uh, yeah. the Chicago Sky, the Candace uh, Parker. We about the uh, chick that can't get signed back to Atlanta for they was out there fighting. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. It was two two girls. Don't call them chicks, man. That's not nice. Oh, sorry. Ladies, oh, chicks ain't girls. nice. Mm, it's not really. Oh, why? Dang, that just comes out with so much. I know, everybody's that, sensitive. Yeah, that's, that's offensive now. Chicks? Mm, right. Chicks, yeah. Don't call me what? no chick. Especially if they're... I don't, know. I don't know what to do. Especially if they're like uh, manly kind of. <laughs> chicks? Mm-hmm. So we can't call y'all dudes? Wasn't it chicks? Oh, you call me a dude. I don't care. What's wrong with chicks? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, they doing too but, much. But uh, two girls, two females, two women, two basketball players from the uh, <laughs> Atlanta Dream. Were uh, caught outside of a uh, what was it a bar or something? A bar, nightclub, nightclub, probably. and they were fighting. I don't know if they were fighting each other. I didn't see the video. I don't know if they were fighting each other. Either. I didn't watch the video. But so they they they, uh, they were asked about it back in like May, and had a conversation with the owner of the team, 
And basically nothing came out of it, so they you know they kept him on the team, they kept right. playing. But once more news came out. And the video surfaced. And the video surfaced, they ended up parting ways. So yeah. What was the news? Something, I don't know. They still didn't say like They, they didn't was. disclose the information. Yeah. So something happened fight. within that situation to where the uh, Atlanta Dream felt they need to part ways from those two players. So they can't play no more just for that team. Just for that team. Um, yeah. But I don't think the WNBA. Uh, Jason said they weren't fighting they weren't each other. Fighting oh, okay. All right. They was out there being a team outside too. Mm-hmm. As it should be. Y'all better swing if somebody swing on me. Right, yeah. Always got your back. Shout out to uh, Tony Harris. Good morning. morning. Mama morning. Riley, good morning. Stacy Reed, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Kayla Mike, good morning. Rashawn Vincent. Uh, gifted, good morning, Gifted. Rashawn well, before Vincent. y'all even get to y'all sports show on Erica Sunday, Livingston. we got our event today. Yep. Red carpet. Red carpet at the Black Gala. <laughs> See how you sound? That's how I'm going to sound too. Gala. Gala. I'm say Gala. Say Gala. Gala. It's Gala. It's not Gala. I hope that I don't say. Like the Met Gala. Say gala. 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 Practice I, it. I still been trying like, to. Like holla. Gala. Okay. Now nah, that's going to be in my head. Holla. Gala. Okay. Good. You gotta say it phonetically. How you going to sound? I don't know. Love that. Your energy is just like super low today. I'm cool. I'm cool. You want to turn the topics? Mm-mm. He press. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You got some topics today. I'm going to so, sit back and, today. Next week on the sports show, uh, which is the 17th, we have Albert uh, Prince Bell. Albert Prince Bell, who's uh, having a fight on the 22nd in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So he'll be on the show 17th. Do we ever fight this way <laughs> on the East Coast? You guys go out, mm-hmm. you guys go out west to fight, huh? Yeah, they, that's where they pay. That's where yeah. money is. That's, yeah. uh, that's what Rob Mumford said, too. Mm-hmm. That's Oh, thank you, Jason. He I said, did. somebody getting stretched out if they mess with me. <laughs> Boom. Drop a bomb. Mm. Oh. Boom. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. What are we talking Have about? my oh, back. Because he got my back. Oh, okay. Well, since we dropping bombs, we got training topics? I do. It's trending topics in Toledo on the Rise and Grind Morning Show. I had a long day yesterday, so I'm a little tired. That's why I'm drinking coffee. Mm, I had a long day, but too. I like, I'm not, like, bombed out about nothing. I had a long day, too, but I'm just excited today to get dressed. Maybe that's what it is. Somebody get stretched. That's serious. Y'all better be serious about me. That's not like security. I know that's right. Who else gonna give you all this personality and shake a bars? I don't hear no bars today. Nope. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Clyde brought my mood now. It's just something about ah. his energy over so, here to my energy. Today we have uh, Alexis Means from 13 ABC and Ariel Onstott from WTOL. <laughs> I was about to say from what's the name's office? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yesterday uh, we got a uh, a question from one of the viewers. Tony called in uh, speaking about the kids being caught at school with the weapons and dropping my son off to that school. They had a weapon search, um, as they should, as they should. But is the random is the random weapon search enough? Do they need that weapon searches every day? Or I, I don't think they could they have the manpower to do that. That's that's the problem. So yeah. how do they? I mean, what? do random uh, searches? I think random searches will. will be better because 
it's a it's a surprise. You don't know, you know, when it's coming, yeah. and you're not expecting it. So just so don't bring any guns to right. school. First of all, if they have a random search, you got to miss that day. I know when, I, when we had when we had him at school, we had a random uh, weapon search. You cast the ass up, we just skip, skip school or, or hide it somewhere outside of school. That, I'm not telling nobody. Is that telling no people? Huh? Is that telling no people? What? Saying that the cats when we had weapon search, we hide niggas stuff outside of school. <laughs> y'all cats? Yeah. Is I'm snitching? Yeah. Y'all like 50, y'all like fifty, and you ain't even name no names. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? We always be worried about if we snitching. Is I'm Do- snitching? Really, I never worry about if I'm snitching. Because if I tell something, I, I said I said it. The people got so many different definitions of it, but no, I was I was thinking about that because you know maybe they might call it dry snitching in my hood. Okay, you okay. ain't dropping no names, but you making them alert, suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Riley said, "Yes, you are snitching." <laughs> <laughs> Dang, she also wanted some bars. She said, "Bar, please." I got you Monday, Mama Riley. Oh, she got to wait all over the Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Beat back. <laughs> DJ Press said, "Y'all got y'all clothes laid out for tonight." Yes, I do. Right. I got it ready. All I can't right. wait. Black gala. I'm gonna be in black. What color y'all wearing? Uh, black. Black. I'm wearing black too. Oh, y'all won't see me anyway. I'm gonna be behind it. We gonna still see you. What do you mean? No, you ain't. Yes, how? Because what, how am I not gonna see you? You don't walk in at the same I'm gonna have time. my sunglasses on. I'm still see that head. No. You wearing a hat? We're taking a picture. No, we're not. You was not invisible at the wedding. We're not taking a picture tomorrow. Yes, we are taking a picture today. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Why? Why? What's the point, Shay? Because we need to engage in on our page. People need to see that we be out and we take pictures as well. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, I thought we was gonna take a picture. Why would we not? We did it at the wedding. We did it uh-huh. at the what's the name Johnson uh-huh. Johnson. Oh yeah. When we in the streets, we gotta take pictures. Okay. Good morning, Chantel Carter. Why you don't want to take a picture? Because you gonna have your shades on your picky ring. You wanna act funny? Uh, first of all, yeah, Wakanda forever bracelet. Because you start acting funny <laughs> when you get dressed. It's always when you ain't got a hat on in the t-shirt. You start acting funny. It's cool. Shay, <laughs> don't do that. Jesse. I do this every day. Jesse, do, right? You don't get dressed every day, so that's what I'm saying. You be cool like this every day, but soon we got an event when we dress up. You act funny. No, so the last event we had to get dressed up was Bree's wedding, uh-huh. and you acted funny. How did that Because you was too cool for school. Y'all thought mom. y'all thought I was too cool. <laughs> he had a y'all, y'all thought I was too. He school. had an assistant feeding him. I had we a made what? plates and you had somebody like chip please who <laughs> you was doing that Clyde was messing with the cupcakes that's how bougie you was acting somebody was feeding you there no I don't know <laughs> where she's making this up from <laughs> yeah he's act he acts bougie bougie if y'all want to see a picture of us three go to no uh, and we taking one today too even Mama Riley said take to, pictures please I'm go taking to pictures. Facebook uh, yeah go to Facebook, Facebook later page. we're gonna post it on the Facebook page later. go to our Facebook page and you can scroll down and see all of our shows mm-hmm. on, our, on our shows it has our cover which has a, a picture of us three sitting there. Yeah, they don't want to just see that when they want to see us in the field. You go to our website too. We got pictures of yep. us too. Yep, the formal nine grind There's plenty of pictures of us three. Not in there. none of us looking plenty good. Plenty of pictures. Up. No, not of us looking mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm, dressed up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and what if you <laughs> if you go to Google and then you uh, Google the formal nine grind, go to our Instagram page. There's pictures there. 
pictures of us and all the guests. If you go to our TikTok, there's pictures of us there. Oh, they want pictures from tonight. They want pictures oh, from tonight. Pictures from tonight. Thank oh, you. We want new pictures. I said the same mm. thing, y'all. Don't mm. worry about it. I was gonna make them take a picture. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Okay. Thank you, Miss Carter. Go to the library. There's pictures of us you there. You know what? Shut your. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, go to church. Some good pictures of us there. Church. Church. I don't know. You didn't catch the skin. No, I don't catch it. I ain't enduring for another picture that much longer. I'm doing it tonight. 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 Oh, you go to this place we going tonight? This place we going tonight. You get some pictures there. What movie is that from? You don't know? No. You shouldn't have said What is it from? Somebody tell her what movie that's from. Yeah. What is it from? If y'all tell her what movie that's from, I will buy you a bowl of chicken. Where is it from, Jason? What movie is Jason it from? Jason can't say. He already no, knows. Jesse, Jason can say, and he can donate his bow back to me. Mm. <laughs> Mike Chuck got it. Oh, coming to me. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't one of my favorites. I can't give you what? a line from there. It was not one of your favorites? Mm-hmm. The, the old one? Mm-hmm. Go back and watch it. You were little when you were I, I was about to say, I probably ain't seen that movie in no how long. You didn't understand. If mm-hmm. you watch it now, you'll laugh. Maybe. Crack up. Maybe if I was drinking a margarita. Oh, yeah. Jason didn't hear us. He was riding on his bus. <laughs> Putting people packages on the back door. <laughs> Don't come for Jason. It was not Jason. I'm going to keep the hope alive that it was not him to do me like that. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of do me like that, you, do we have trending topics? <laughs> yes. Uh, I had another topic. You know we, I keep trending never... topics. Go ahead. Go on. Go ahead. 18 players of the... Uh, are, they, are they former players? or Former. 18 former players of the NBA were arrested... And charged with fraud uh, to the insurance. Well, let me see. Let me see. You're not even reading the story. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I thought I had. You I thought I had to talk. To, uh, you need some time. I told you to go. You threw me right under the bus. Uh, yeah, because you were so pressed with trying to talk. I'm uh, like, okay, maybe he's gonna get some out. I got about twelve of them. I was trying to give you your oh, time. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, roommates. It seems that TikTok keeps coming out with new challenges. Uh, they have a new one out, and this latest one is very disturbing. It has teachers nationwide on high alert. According to multiple reports, there is a viral new slap a teacher TikTok challenge mm-hmm. involving students insulting their teachers and then posting it online. People reports U.S. school districts are currently warning teachers regarding a violent new trend on TikTok that could have students facing very ser- serious consequences, including criminal charges. Named the t- uh, Slap a Teacher Challenge, TikTok users are encouraged to slap their teachers and post the assault on the popular social media platform. Multiple incidents has already been reported, which will likely find many students expelled or worse. Within the last few days, a teacher in Springfield, Missouri, was slapped by a student, and in the elementary school, a teacher in South Carolina was hit in the back of the head by a student. Memos have been sent out to teachers at schools throughout the U.S., alerting them that the assault is on the rise and parents must be advised to monitor monitor their, their children's social media activity. In response to the slap the teacher challenge rising in a popular TikTok, spokesman stated, uh, this alleged challenge will violate our policies and we would aggressively remove such content. But the reality is that we have not found related content on our platform that most people are hearing about this challenge is online. Oh, it is. That's what they're saying. It's supposed to. So it was supposed to happen or be trendy, but it didn't happen. No, I think it started like that, but I think because it's like that now. What he said they might have been take take the challenge down, but people probably still recording. Oh, okay. TikTok didn't start the challenge. No, TikTok didn't start it. Somebody on TikTok started it. Right. 
that's crazy. We live in a real life age where if, if your friends jump off a bridge, I'm gonna do it too. Like they really tell you, slap your teacher and then put it on put it on the internet. That's an assault charge that you record yourself assault somebody and then showing the evidence of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we in social media period. And they tell them they sell. I mean, people go on live and tell on they sell. People go on and online to tell everything. Y'all parents will tell y'all kids don't go to school. Be slapping them teachers, man. Y'all know y'all got some bad kids. Uh, what's the point of it though? Huh? To get it's some supposed views. To be funny. Supposed to be funny and get views. You know, everybody trying to get paid off online. Mm-hmm. They yeah, want to go you know, one viral moment. They think they about to get a blue check and get some real checks. You know, when you in class and it's that one kid that ain't right, always acting up and. But I ain't never witnessed somebody kiss their teacher. I mean, slapped them though. Well, I done te- seen some desks fly and them cussing them out, but when slapping the, them, that's crazy. When the teacher trying to restrain them and you moving off crazy and accidentally hit them, you know. Yeah, accident is different from intentionally coming up into you and just slapping uh, you. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you know, kind of Any adult. I would have got going to school doing a slap the teacher challenge. Right. You and I wouldn't even have had ass. It would have been slap. It would have been slap you challenge so all bad. day. It would have been beat off so bad. <laughs> That's crazy. My daddy would have had a note on my neck. Slap his ass. <laughs> Not slap his ass. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you get slapped. All right, I got something new, too. So they saying that a Colorado-based health system is saying now that they are denying organ transplant patients who are not vaccinated against the coronavirus in almost all situations to not be able to get a transplant. Ain't that crazy? That is crazy. If you're not vaccinated? Yes. The policy illustrates that the growing cost of being unvaccinated uh, wades into deeply controversial territory. Territory. Um, The use of the immunization status to decide who gets limited medical care and the mere uh, idea of prioritizing the vaccinated over the unvaccinated risk of allowing them to be able to get a transplant. Uh, UCF health rules for the transplant entered the spotlight Tuesday when Colorado State Rep Tim Gardner said that is denied they will deny a kidney transplant to the Colorado Springs woman because she is not vaccinated against COVID against the COVID calling the decision disgusting and discriminatory oh um, God. wait a minute I'm sorry I got to swoop over uh, a spokesman Dan Weaver said that other transplant centers in the United States have the same similar policies and they are transi- transitioning to them those are private practices so um, but people seem to follow suit pretty soon. Hospitals are going to treat people. That's what they just said. They're starting to yeah. be able to follow. But that's that's what I'm saying. That's just crazy. I never heard of that before. Uh, of course, well, we uh, never had the COVID before, yeah. too. So I know, but I'm saying we've had plenty of other I know, polio disease and stuff like that. Nobody ever said, here, we're going to give you a million dollars. Here, we're going to give oh, you a scholarship. No, here, we're going to give you money. Now you can't get a transplant. But back back then, when, when polio and all that stuff came uh start getting crazy that's when they started getting the vaccines out and they basically did the same thing like you can't do certain things without getting the vaccine because the disease the disease was so um what was the certain things what do you mean like you said they couldn't do certain things so like what like with hospitals and going to different like you you can't go to school you can't go to this place without being uh, vaccinated yeah that's crazy but now, I mean, it's different now because it's so. It, we feel like like medical, like medicine has advanced so much since then that we shouldn't have this problem. That we shouldn't have to be uh, vaccinated to get in, into certain arenas and certain events and certain cities. Like New York City, you can't go do anything 
without being uh, vaccinated. And not to be able to get a transplant. That's just so crazy. Right. That's I mean, even, that's... even when they said that you got a million dollars, it was crazy to me. What do her insurance say? Like, she got insurance? To... That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, but that's crazy and sickening that okay. they're starting to do that. Okay, yeah. I got my story pulled up. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, 18 former NBA players arrested by federal authorities in alleged health care scam. Uh, one of them, including Glenn Big Baby Davis, who won an NBA title with the Boston Celtics, and uh, former high school sensation Sebastian Telflair are among the defendants. 18 former NBA players were charged with attempting to defraud the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan out of nearly $4 million, officials said on Thursday. Um, the defendants include Terrence Williams, Allen Anderson, Anthony Allen, Shannon Brown, William Bynum, Ronald Glenn, Big Baby Davis, Christopher Douglas Roberts, Melvin Eli, Jamario Moon, Darius Miles, Milton Palacio, Ruben Patterson, Eddie Robinson, Gregory Smith, Sebastian Tuflair, Charles Watson Jr., Ant- Antoine Wright, and Anthony Rowan. Uh, Anthony Allen's wife, Desiree Allen, was also named as a defendant. They hmm. each raised counts of conspiracy to commit health care and wire fraud by uh, by midday Thursday. 16 of the 18 players have been taken into custody, as Richard said. Um, the defendant's playbook involved fraud and deception. And uh, Audrey Strauss, the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, told reporter, reporters they will have to answer for their flagrant violations of the law. So um, it don't say what they. It don't say it don't say exactly what what now mm. because I guess they haven't put it all together. or don't want to expose it, but um, a couple of these players were playing in the Big Three league. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them were. Um, what I'm thinking is how you do, how you how you defraud that is, uh, for instance, at, at Jeep uh, through our medical. Uh, they said they busted some football players for the same thing. At, at Jeep, when we have medical, we have a payout thing, right? If uh-huh. we go claim that we pay this amount of money out, uh, let's say $600 a year per family. So if we claim that we pay like in uh, co-pays and uh, I mean, prescriptions and all this and, uh, and uh, appointments, right. we paid up to $600, they will pay us that back like cash if we showed them like that we actually paid this bill. Right. So that could have been something that the NBA had to where – if you paid out a certain amount of money of your own pocket or no, or claim that you have these bills, they will pay you the cash back if you claim that you paid these bills. So they probably have some doctors in their pocket, too, helping mm-hmm. them out yep. with some bills. Yeah. Oh, this deeper than they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can see how they can, you know, def- then they try to the big defraud. three and then get treated for their big three oh, yeah. injuries on yeah. the NBA. Yeah. Huh. Could be, could be. Wow. Four billion? Four million. They ain't got that. Y'all ain't saying that up. Way else in the league. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll continue to follow that on here and the sports show to keep y'all on updates because that's definitely a big trending uh, sports story. Glenn Davis, big baby, I'm surprised at you. Darius mm-hmm. Miles too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double You got another one. Back to you, Shay. Okay, um, (laughs) roommates, and this latest proof, it um, proves that Kanye West refuses to slow down. 
Uh, he now has his new site set on conquering the world of education. He has already lined up some of the country's top athletes, and he has recently announced that Kanye West is opening Dandada Academy in California mm. for um, grades kindergarten through 12 students. And he's already started recruiting a collection of top high school basketball players in the nation. Just days after it was reported that Kanye West filed multiple trademarks for Dandada-based technology, it has been confirmed that tackling education is the next on his list. Billboard reports Kanye is planning to open up his own school called Dandada Academy in California that will focus on equipping students with the education that will last them forever and the world changing and finding their intersection between faith and the innovation of their future. Per Dandada um, Academy website, dandadaworld.com, the academy will also be heavy, heavily focused on basketball as four of the most sought out after high school basketball players in the U.S. has already been recruited and reportedly committed to attending. Mm. The players are Ja'Kai Howard, Jalen Hooks, Robert Dillingham, and Zion Cruz. Dandada Academy will reportedly feature classrooms, labs, offices, a kitchen, restrooms, storage, basketball court, and open field for students to use. A local news affiliate also reported that the academy will likely be located on a plot of land Kanye has been eyeing between uh, Moore Park and Semi Valley in Los Angeles. The mission of Dandada Academy is to prepare students to become the next generation of leaders, thinkers, and innovators by providing them with a world-class education. Ain't that terrible? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's... I commend Kanye for starting the school. That's interesting. I what this curriculum will be like. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he'll have some people in place to Is take he care be of the that. Principal? Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully, he's he just the founder. And hopefully, they have mental health club in a, there too. Uh, I'm sure they will. He needs to. Yeah. Uh, Donda. Yeah, Donda yeah. Academy. I, I wonder if he's gonna open up any more around the country. Probably after you get this. I don't, I don't think know. Go to Chicago. I don't know because I mean LeBron only got one in Cleveland, Akron, uh, uh-huh. and then Jalen Rose has one in Detroit. Yeah, they don't got as much money as Kanye, though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron's almost there. LeBron but, is almost there. But yeah, uh, that's 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 well, that's cool. That's good. That's in, it's interesting, interesting to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Coming from Kanye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who stays in the news? You said what? Who stays in the news constantly? Yeah, always in the news. Yeah. yeah. You got one more Shay? Mm, you know, I got a few more, but. I hope they focus more on uh, more than basketball. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? M- Monty said, uh hope they uh, focus more on ba- more than basketball. Oh, okay. He also said they was, uh, on that story I was talking about, they was falsifying, saying they bought medical equipment and different medical items that they didn't. What you talking oh, about? Oh, this is from the. Uh, from the past story mm. I said, I'm sorry. From the story I read. Oh. From the NBA uh, players? Yeah. They bought medical equipment? Yeah, or medical items that they did get. Oh, they claim that they got. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. See, and they're trying to get reimbursed for it. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Mm. Well, oh. speaking of reimburse, uh-huh. um, earlier this week, Raising Cane corporate office had to switch their roles and become workers in the restaurants. Mm. Corporate staff. The company is sending more than half of their corporate employees to over 500 restaurants to work as cashiers, fries, fryers, and cooks because of the shortage in their staff. Wow. While there, they hope to recruit new employees. According to Bloomberg, starting this week, about half of Raising Cane's um, office employees will work as, again, like I said, fry cooks, cashiers, and also will help hiring new people for the chain's restaurant across the country. 
According to Business Insider, Raising Kane has sent 200 corporate staff members to the Dallas office, and they're also getting ready to send 250 more staff members out. Wow. Uh, it's getting that getting, bad. Yeah, it's getting that deep. Corporate got to work. Oh, they're going to be bad. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Too bad. Uh, people need to go to work. But uh, it's good that they are actually stepping up to, you know, take the initiative to go in there and, and, and get yeah. get down and dirty. That's crazy. It is crazy. But That's what they signed up for. Not really. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they they did not up sign the, up for that. For they signed up to be office. the corporate. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess that'll be a humbling experience. Yeah, yeah, it might be good for them. Yeah, just like when they do the uh, undercover, undercover boss. boss. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Well, those are my topics for today. Well, those are great trending topics today. We we got our guest, first guest in today. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Shout out to our sponsors: Hot Box, Hot, Hot Box. Box, Mud City Entertainment, yep. Greater New Psalmist Church, Amen. J. Rush Jennings, uh-huh. Sasha Denise, Sasha. Yumadop Lucas County. Yep. Legendary Carpet Care. Hey, now. Kendall Harvey. Uh-huh. The Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Oh, Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Sino. That's blah. Arc Construction and Restoration. Restore. And Witness Riches Forever. Money. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise and, and Grind. At the 419grind.com, and you can become a sponsor of our show. All right. All right. We'll All take right. a quick break. We'll be right back. Rare Breed Lifestyle presents All R&B All Night. Strictly R&B Sunday, November 7th, 2021 At the Glass City Pavilion 983 Front Street DJ Lightning Rod and Wall Music Provide Strictly R&B all night long This is a BYOB event And the kitchen will be open all night This is a grown and sexy event No hoodies, no sweats Dress to impress Rated M for mature Early bird tickets only 35 35, that's it? For more information and to reserve tables Call 419 419- My name is Taylor and I'm about to show you how to make a candle. Anyway, this is like, this is basically the setup. So if you were to come into a class, this is what this would look like. I would hand this to you and you would pick out up to two cents that you want your candle to smell like. You get one of these. This is how much fragrance you're gonna put in the candle. You're gonna put the warning sticker on the bottom of your jars. Sorry. Right, super easy. None of this stuff has to be perfect. A lot of people think like everything has to be centered and it doesn't. Um, as long as it's, you know what I mean? Like not sticking off the side of the jar, then you're fine. Um, before we pour the fragrance into the wax, and all of that good stuff. You wanna do that. Oh, and then you need to name your candle too, so. And we wanna get it down between 155 and 145. I didn't put my gloves on, but that's okay. So this really long skinny stick, 
we're just using it to stir. It stirs everything. It's going to stir the wax now to try and cool it down. I want them to smell like whatever scent you want to smell like. So this is the fragrance. This one ounce of fragrance. Yeah. So after you put the fragrance in the wax, then you're going to stir it for like three to five minutes. in your pour pot and that's totally okay. You don't want to overfill it because then when you go to light it, the wax is going to come out of the candle and you don't want that either. That's like the perfect temperature because you can kind of see it like almost fogging up a little bit towards the bottom, which means that it's starting to set. Yeah, so you can see it.
All right, all right. Welcome back to the Rise and Grind Morning Show. We are back. We are back, and it is such an honor and a privilege to be sitting amongst greatness, greatness, queen Toledo things. Greatness. Yes, Miss Alexis you. Means. Thank you. How Thank you, you feeling so this morning? I'm doing good. I'm a little hot. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to. <laughs> okay, we have to turn it yeah. I got a lot of lights in here. I mean, I'm used to lights, but it's hot. See, y'all it's cold at 13 ABC. You, you used to wind and stuff blowing I'm and stuff. Wind and the air and right? stuff. Outside, <laughs> live coverage. <laughs> right. It ain't just me, y'all. I told y'all. <laughs> he said it every day. He be hot. <laughs> That's what he said. I just don't like the, the like, air blowing in the microphones. That's right. I know. Thing. Okay, yeah. we'll need to blow up or something. <laughs> I know. So we used to have something on the floor. Yeah. You had a. We got a blower on a floor. Uh, mm-hmm. oh. I thought that was when your feet wet. Wow. <laughs> no, it's to keep our warm. Oh, okay. I need some air Warmness. in a minute. I got my water, so I'm okay. Then we got some more. You want a paper plate? That's kind of good. We got a paper plate. That's what I use. I don't care what you it need is. it because that's what I use at the family function. Okay, I got you. Go ahead, Clyde. Take it out. Okay. So, Ms. Means, go ahead, go ahead and give us a little background about yourself. Let the people who. Well, I know they know, but who think they know and don't know? Give them a little history about yourself. And, uh, okay. Well, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hey. Oh, wow. So yeah. you're not from here. Okay. No, nope, I'm from Sweet Pittsburgh. People know that. Okay. Yeah. What's your zodiac sign? I'm an Aries. Okay. Fire yeah. sign. Right. So uh, I like diamonds. Okay. Mm. Aries are diamonds. Okay. Grew up in Pittsburgh. Uh, went to Catholic school. Okay. Played basketball. What, what position? I was a three guard. Uh, okay. Yeah. You said the number. Okay. <laughs> Same <laughs> position I played. Yeah. Okay. Um, thought I was going to play for the WNBA mm. all my life because I was just a tomboy, you know. I still yeah. am a tomboy because I like sports. Mm. Uh, went to uh, a journalism workshop where my grandmother was reading a newspaper and she was like, you, You're you not going to be a WNBA Alexis. Mm. Like, she was like, Look, mm. you're going to need to do something. So I, um, she made me fill out this application. I missed a whole week of basketball camp. Uh-huh. Went to a journalism workshop for um, African American kids. Oh, uh, they only choose thirty, and then you decide. Uh, they decide where to put you. If it's in print, if it's in radio, if it's in television, you know, if it's a newspaper. So they chose me. Spent a week there, loved it. Uh, kept going with it. Went to Hampton University. Barely mm. got into Hampton University. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. HBCU. HBCU. Yes. Yep. My home by the sea. So, um, you know, I was one that um, struggled in school with testing, mm. wasn't able to really, you know, I, I could I could do the work. Right. Yeah. But I, I couldn't. I was like, I would just freeze up when it came to testing. Mm-hmm. So they basically said, oh, she's not very smart. She's not going to make it. So wow. when it came to SATs and ACTs, I wasn't able to really pass them at all. Mm. So wow. I had to go to a special program in order for me to get into Hampton University. So I did that, got into Hampton, almost got kicked out of Hampton. Wow, what happened? You know how it is, you know, when you get to freshman year, you know, you've been around your parents yeah. all your life. You want to kick it. You want to kick it, and mm-hmm. you just don't, you don't know how to balance your time mm-hmm. in school. There ain't nobody there to wake you up. Nope, nobody right. there to wake yeah. you up. You know, I had um, my mother tell me, you have four years. That's it. Cool. You got four years. You can't be a super senior you got four years, and that's all I'm giving you is four years because she was pulling money out of her 401k. She was mm. doing all this stuff to try to keep me in Hampton. Mm. Wow. So I made it in four years. Um, during that time, I did some internships in Virginia at a radio station, at a television station. Um, decided to come back to Pittsburgh once I graduated because my mother was like, you don't have no money. You can't stay down here and kick it in Virginia Beach. <laughs> mama, you know, huh? Yeah, mama. <laughs> Shout out to mama. Are you the only child? Mama. No, I have a brother. Okay. 
Yeah, I have an older brother. So um, my mother and my grandmother raised me, um, aunts and uncles. Okay. So we went back to uh, Pittsburgh, worked for Sheridan Broadcasting, uh, Sheridan Broadcasting um, Networks, which is a part of a WAMO at the time. Okay. And then did some behind the scenes with television, uh, worked for WTAE, uh, did some behind the scenes there, you know. Back in the day, they didn't have all this computer. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a computer, all the technology. Right. So we had to like rip scripts and run them to the anchors, oh, you wow. know, and then we were producing. So I had a um, uh, mentor there. Her name is Sean Yancey. She's now in Washington, D.C. at mm. the NBC station. Um, she's one of my mentors. And she was like, look, you can't kick it all your life. You got to do something, mm-hmm. you know, because I was in radio, too. You know, right. you know how radio is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what radio was like back then, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Chris Kelly and all of them, you know, uh, right. we was just uh, hanging out, just, you know, having a good time. So she said, hey, you got to put together a tape, you know, do something. I put together a tape. I sent it to Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I got hired. Wow. Okay. And that's how my television job really started, you know, the beginning of it. Went there, stayed there for two years. Um, met a lady um, here in Ohio at the National um, Black Journalists Association, okay. NABJ. And she, I was looking for a job. And she was like, look, just send me your tape. I'm going to hire you. Wow. So I came to Toledo. Um, this month will be 20 years I've 20 been here. Years. Wow. And um, during this time, I did some time in Detroit mm. at WXYZ. So I did a couple months there. So I was working Toledo and Detroit that's at the same time. That's channel four? Channel, that's the ABC station. Seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, seven. Seven, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And now I'm here. And I'm here. Is yeah. this home? Or are you going to leave us? This is home. You're okay. right. Okay. 13 ABC, this is home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's it, right? <laughs> right. 13 yeah. was like, whew. <laughs> I thought she was going over there. I hope so. I hope they're like, whew. I hope they're like, yeah, we about to keep her. Right. <laughs> Tore up your race, checking everything. Like, who's she staying? Don't tear it in too many pieces. No. So, yeah. and so apparently, you like TV better than radio. I like television. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. And how, well, you know, because social media and, and the news is like it's like hand in hand now. It's like sometimes social media get the story before the news. How does that? Okay. Keep your toes. Okay, so you know when you wake up in the morning, right? The first thing you do is grab you your grab phone. your phone, mm-hmm. right? So okay. everybody's on social media now. They're on Twitter, TikTok, you know, whatever it is, Facebook, or everything, Instagram, mm-hmm. and they're immediately sending you information about, you know, what stories they want you to do, mm-hmm. what do they want you to cover? You know, all of our stories are approved by our managers, but what we do is we take that information into the newsroom and we're like, hey, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm. What's going on? And then you also have people in the community that feed you stories. Right. right. So we don't, we don't just, I don't just sit there and be like, hey, I'm about to go make up this story and go do it. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are like, look, this is what's going on. This mm-hmm. is what people are talking about. So that's right. how it happens. And I see your name tagged on a lot of stories just in, in my time. Like they, I'm telling the lectures me. She go, get your <laughs> I, <know. laughs> like, I love If anything happens in the community. Something bad at a restaurant, they tagging Alexis. They means. tagging me, you're right. <laughs> if things happen in the school, they're tagging me. If they ain't tagging me, they dragging me. Sometimes. Oh my Listen. god! But can you we, just here we, to report the can news. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, stories. we can talk about it. That's because fine. it's okay. It, it, no, it, it's not okay because no. what happens is there's a, there's a story about a local celebrity, right? Yes. Something happens with that local celebrity right. in our community, the okay. black community, mm-hmm. and as a reporter, you do your job and report the story, right? Right. Or post it on 
uh, reposted from 13 ABC. Now there's people from our community say, oh, what is, why are you reporting this story? Are you trying to drag somebody or, or throw somebody under the bus? No. That's okay. what's going on right now. Job. That's your job. I'm going to tell you that. something. I'm going to give it to you real, okay? Give it to I us. I think I know what story you're talking about. Yeah. Okay? I'm it's, not going to mention the name. But there's a few of them. Yeah. But it's a few of them, too, right. though. Yeah. But I think I know the top story that you're talking about. Okay. okay. So when that story dropped, I'm not going to mention any names. Mm-hmm. When the story dropped, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't working the weekend, but it dropped to me and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what people don't know is that my first call was to a parent. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're like, look, this is about to drop. Mm-hmm. So I, I need you to know that it's about to drop. Right. I don't have to give the courtesy of calling someone to let them know that this is about to happen. Right. Yeah. I don't have to do that. We can just go ahead and run and it just drop because it. we have the information and, you know, we have several sources where it's, um, you know, it's confirmed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't make it up. Right. And you didn't tell that person there. to go do that. You know what I, I mean? Didn't, just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what went down. I just know what we're reading. Mm-hmm. And so there's a conversation between me and a person. And I'm like, look, I need you to understand what's happening. And that person didn't even know, really, to tell you the truth. Mm, right. So I sometimes, you know, you can give them the courtesy of knowing that this is about to go down. But you don't have to do that. But I don't have to do that. Right, yeah. that's and I think respect. that's what people don't know about me. Sometimes I'm like, oh, let me just call and, you know, say, hey. I hate to tell you, but... I hate to tell you this, but... Don't shoot the messenger. This is what the municipal court paper says. Right. And I don't know what went down, but... You know, you might want to get in front of it. Mm-hmm. You know, right? And on the other side of that, people look to you for the accuracy. People look yeah. to Alexis me for the news. Yes. I know to your page. Let me see what Alexis talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see how accurate it is. Social media stories get all messed up and misconstrued. You never know. But like you just said, you got right. the paperwork from the court. Like you can't make yeah. it up. It's black well, and white. What I try to do is, like, for example, if somebody calls me and says, "Hey, you know, I got this information. I try to get three sources, at least three sources, to try to confirm it because." I don't have time to be sitting in my news director's office. Right. This woman, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's kind of like me. I don't have time to be sitting in her office with the attorneys talking about what I didn't do. Right. You know, I need to make sure that I have everything, my I's dotted, my T's crossed. Mm-hmm. So that's what I need to do. But back when the, okay. the, those pastors got arrested. Oh, Lord. Now they was, <laughs> we ain't going to. It's time to go. <laughs> But those pastors got arrested. <laughs> People, the they okay. were running to Alexis Means page tell you. for all the information. All the information. <laughs> tell you. That was he, a, even when the, the city council. Oh, I was shunned. Yeah. From yeah. a lot of people who were church people. Yeah, I from bet. Just you know, reading the news. It ain't like, yeah, it ain't right. like she didn't do it. You're just reading like, what happened. I didn't, this is what no. I'm paid to do. I, was, I wasn't the one doing right. doing the act. <laughs> like, I'm just reporting what happened. Oh, yeah. That was that was something else. And yeah. yeah. How that did was, they come for you for that? I just don't understand. I don't know. You know, like, they you just, didn't I think do it's it? just that we, we have this perception of people where you think that they're... God sometimes yeah, you know I mean yeah, they're yeah. human just like we are I'm human I can make right. mistakes you right, know right, right. Um, I've just been told and I try to keep myself in that try to remember this that my grandmother has always told me whatever you do try not to embarrass your family right. you know yeah, that's what yeah. she tells me yeah. so I, mean, I try not to do that um, but you know I just I don't know I just they just they just have this perception where some people can't do wrong 
You know, I mean, I've had to cover friends that are close friends and all that stuff. And, you know, they understand, but it's just difficult. Mm-hmm. You stick to the situation. We come from a culture where it's always, hush, just don't tell nobody. Don't. Right. It's going to get out. I mean, this is the news, you know? Yeah. And somebody gonna tell anyways. Always somebody's gonna talk anyway. So we gonna go, yeah. go to Alexis for the accuracy. Yeah, I if appreciate she talk, that. She gonna keep it accurate. I'm gonna well, try to keep it. If and, if and if I don't have information confirmed, I'm not gonna use it. And right. I say that too. You even you know? said this has not been confirmed or the names ain't been released. Right. Yet. We're not about to say nothing that we don't know. Right. This will happen. You find out. and Tell me some more. So I'm right. gonna help y'all get out there. Right. I'm looking at these things. Yeah. Somebody, you have a question for mm-hmm. it. somebody said. What's your most memorable story? Yeah. Uh-oh. I can't remember the name of it, but I went to an execution. Mm. Okay. Um, there are only a few journalists that are chosen. They put your name in a bowl and they pick, pick it out, right? Mm. To go to an execution. So wow. it's a um, young, it's an execution here in Toledo. I can't remember the man, name of the guy. But what I do remember is that going to the prison, and when you go into the prison, it's like you can hear a pin drop. Mm. <clears throat> okay. So they walk you through the doors and you're walking in um, and then they, when it's time for the execution they walk you outside to another building so it's just a brick building you're like where are you going you know <laughs> so I was with another reporter and I actually struggled with this before mm. when I was chosen to do this because you know I was like I only believe God takes a life mm-hmm. okay that's what I believe mm-hmm. so you know I sat down with um, you might remember a reporter Ephraim Graham yeah, yeah. yeah Ephraim right yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you know we talked spiritually about how should I handle this what should I be doing how should I be thinking you know um, what is my spirit saying to me so you know I spent some time praying like hey you know what God what are you saying to me like mm-hmm. why me <laughs> why did you pick my name out this bowl right, right right so I prayed about it and then I told my boss I said I'm gonna go do it so I went to the prison, walked through, went in there. They have a, they have the um, gurney set up. They have a clock on the wall. You see this cord coming through. Um, you see there's a section, and it's very small, um, where it's split, and the family of the victim sits on one side, and the family of the suspect who was convicted sits on the other side. And what I could remember was is that you know how many people and numbers that come out of the bible that's what i was looking at you mm. know you know at 5 there were five people surrounding him and 5 is the number of grace mm. and then at 7 you know 7 is the number of completion so i was like spiritually i could feel myself seeing okay and when they when they pushed that button you know and he took his breath it was like he's okay you know mm. it was like he was okay but what happened was there was another journalist next to me and she was like having an, a panic attack wow. like she couldn't breathe and so I was like do you want to pray let's pray I'm, it's going to be okay let's pray you know mm-hmm. so I think that's my most memorable um, story at this point wow. um, because what I try to do is when I'm looking at stories I try to see God in every story yeah. mm-hmm. you know no matter what um, try to see you know why does he have me covering this story? Mm-hmm. And I cover a lot of murders in Toledo. Wow. Yeah. A lot of families that I have to go to and say, hey, and it's not it, it's not even 24 hours after that murder is right. committed. Mm-hmm. And I have to knock on that door and ask them, you know, would you like to share the story? Wow. Mm. You know, and I give them that opportunity. And if they say no, they say no. Right. You know, if they say no, I've done my job. You know, I can't just be a... You know, I want to be like, hey, I need the story. How do you deal with that? I was going to say that same like thing. The, the, I mean, you really emotional. do. You have to, um, 
you really have to stay um, spiritually in touch with yourself. And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. You know, I really tell them that, you know, when you're in a situation like this, God will build patience in you because this murder might not be solved today. It might not be solved tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It might take six years. Mm. It may never be solved. But it'll build patience in you. And what you have to do is you have to remain, you know, diligent and you have to remain, you know, strong in order for your loved one who should have been here. And I tell people, I don't care what they did, no matter what. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, he was a drug dealer or he was this and he was that or he was a rapist or he, whatever it may be. But it doesn't matter because we're all people. We all make mistakes, period. So that's how I try to handle my stories. I got a question for you. We got another one. This I know. Oh, he, okay. he, he might as well came in. Right, he answered all there, Has there been a story you ever refused to cover? Yes, there's, uh, there's been stories that I refuse to cover. The most recent story that I have refused to cover um, was the city council people. Hmm. That was the most recent one. And I'll leave it there. Refu- what made you refuse? I just, I just, <laughs> I just leave it there. I yeah. refuse to cover it. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So how do you go home at the end of the day? How do you leave it at the door? Oh. <laughs> I, I know sometimes it's hard it was hard initially it was hard for me you know when you're um, it was hard for me sometimes to leave it at the door and I would take it home right and my husband would be like honey I don't know what's wrong with you there like figure it out okay right, like right. I need you to go back outside and come back in okay mm-hmm. come back in and kiss me and you know just right. but you know now it's just like okay once it's done it's just done I just leave it I've learned how to just leave it and go home like you know like after yesterday in Finley I'm like ugh right drained yeah. You know, so I mean, Shout what was your favorite story to, to cover? Favorite story? Mm. Oh my goodness! That's Do you have any question. happy stories? Oh wow! I gotta think about that one. Wow, because I cover a lot of crime. Okay, yeah. you know, I do. I cover a lot of crime. Were you always in crime? Um, I've been in a crime for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I've been doing that. So yeah, I was saying shout out to you and your husband because y'all. Uh, He's a Steelers fans. He's a Browns fan. He's a Browns fan, yeah. Oh, yeah, because y'all do go back and forth. We do. Right, right. Um, He's, you know, but Steelers are having a little issue right now. And shout out to that black love, because a lot of men might not be able to take that day one without having to get up at different times and cover stories and then then come home with an attitude because you ain't like the story and have to comfort (laughs) you. Right. They have to see it on social media, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when he sees comments, on social media uh-huh. does he say like hey I'm about to take care of this person or as well, you far know, as you know Casey he's, yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. you know he's just um, he's a humble person yeah but you know you don't like anybody you know talking about your yeah. wife yeah, exactly. or your mama or you know right. saying crazy stuff so and I always remind him that you know people want to take you out of your character mm-hmm. right Especially on social media. Yeah, they want to take you out of your character so you can just, you know, show off and be, act like them, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what, that's the one thing I tell them. I said, you don't let nobody take you out of your character. Yeah. And, you know, um, then we have to explain to our parents. Mm -hmm. I got to call my mother and foster story and be like, look, this is what happened. I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I told them, I said, well, I don't have time to come get you out of jail. I don't have time to do that. (laughs) Right. I'm not doing that. Over something stupid. Right. You know, Uh, so that's my life, really. Other um, than, you know, people having their opinions about stuff that you cover and stuff like that, what would you also say would make um, your most difficult part of your job? Um, The most difficult part of my job? Mm. Jeez. That's a good question. Um, 
I think there's just it has to be an understanding all around the community period about you know why we cover stories um, I cover stories with police officers you know and then you have the whole police force like well, I don't know why she covering and mm-hmm. she does and whatever so I think that's difficult because I still have to work with people you know in the community that I cover right so I think that's the difficult part mm-hmm. but I'm like look I didn't make you kick the man. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. I'm just using that example, but right, I'm just right. saying that I didn't I don't make people do it, so it's just hard doing that. I'm, I'm just like, reporting uh, what you did. Right. So what you was accused of, a legend. Right, mm-hmm. right. And you know, I tell people like, you know, a lot of um I get a lot of um you know, uh I guess uh I don't even know what the word to use. Just backlash. Yeah, I guess backlash from officers. Mm. I would say in some cases where they're like, how did you get a hold of the information? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? <laughs> it's the one sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. You know, and then they feel like I have something against them. It's not nothing against you. You know, I know that you're doing your job. Mm-hmm. I understand your job better than probably some other people. But, you know, this is what happens. They so. give you the attitude like, well, whose side are you on? Right. Like I see an enemy. Yeah, I see the enemy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Starting beef. Nah, <laughs> no, right? Uh-oh. Well, yeah. what's next? What you got going on next? Anything coming up? Um, no, I don't have anything really going on. No, no. Do you, do you ever want to make it to the anchor table? Ah. Uh, do you ever want to teach girls how to oh, be? Oh well, you know what? Um, you know, I do do a lot of behind the scenes things. Right. You know, okay. I don't really, you know, uh, whenever we do things in the community, I don't, you know, we always send a camera, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, no, 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 just make sure you get them. Because right. you don't want the story to always be about, oh, yeah, Alexis right. is there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just want it to be about what the girls are doing or what the boys are doing or what, you know, people in the community are doing. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes right. you know, and support people. Well, we appreciate you in front of the screen, behind the scenes, Thank in the streets, you. covering the news, Thank doing you. your thing. You definitely are doing your thing. Right. And uh, we're yeah. keeping the hood informed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and having us have represent- representation quality representation on, on TV. Yeah, I think that 13 ABC has quality representation, definitely. Yeah. We got it in yeah. the morning. We had it all around the clock, right. you know. Yeah. We got a lot of new people, so make sure you jump on their Facebook pages. They give you information, too, you know. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I would do that. You want to give out any shout-outs? Uh, I don't know anybody. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out you know, to crew. You got some favorite workers at home, your husband, mom, oh, granny, anybody. All the, all the kids, all the kids, you know. Shout out to all the kids. Okay. Because that's really what this world is about, is supporting the kids. Mm-hmm. So that's what we need to do. At the end of the day, we need to support the kids, no matter what. So find somebody young and pull them forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Well, we want to thank you, Alexis, for coming on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. Uh, we come back another time, too? Sure. Yeah. Let me All know right. anytime. Yeah. You know, right. Let me know. We're going to take a quick break. we got another guest in the building. Uh, the enemy. The enemy. <laughs> the, the rival. <laughs> <laughs> shout I'm out, just kidding. Shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox, Hot Box. Mud City Entertainment, yep. Greater New Psalmist Church, J. Rush Jennings, uh-huh. Sasha Denise, awesome. Yuma Lucas County, yes. Legendary Carpet Care, hey now. Kendo Harvey, yep. The Social Butterfly, hey Miss Carter. Oh Henry's Kitchen on Wheels, Rolling. Details by Sino, Arc Construction and Restoration, Restore. and Witness Riches Forever. Money. Two. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rising Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise and, and Grind. At the 419grind.com, you become a sponsor of our show. Y'all got me tongue-tied. Oh, oh. we do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Minding my business, looking at the camera. All right, we'll be right back. All righty. It's 
to sports. Welcome to Win or Lose Sports Show, presented by the 419 Grind. Talking sports, hip-hop to pop culture. Available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are heard. It's kickoff time. Hit a rhyme acapella. They had the rhythm and I had the rhyme. So then I hit it that one more time. It worked out and then they worked it in. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again.
The Rise and Grind Morning Show is on. 419 The Grind. All right, all right. Welcome back to the Rise and Grind Morning Show. How y'all doing today? Doing great. Uh, we're still here. We're great. <laughs> Are you asking the area? Huh? I'm asking y'all. Don't, don't treat me like a stepchild. <laughs> don't do How that. Doing this morning, are treated yeah. very well. Huh? Stepchild's a treat very well. I, I guess because he woke now. Uh, we already was woke this morning. There you go. <laughs> it's that swig of coffee. It's, it's the coffee, I'm telling you. Okay. It woke me up. It worked. I had a busy week. It's been a long week. I don't know about you guys. This week's yeah. felt longer than most weeks. Yeah, and, the, and the fog always makes the days, and the rain always just makes yeah. you Yeah. Mm, I want to go get in the bed right now. now. Mm. The rain just makes you want to do that. You want to be what? Get back in the bed. Oh. Mm-hmm. My knees, you know, you're old, you feel the rain in your knees. <laughs> okay. And the back of your head, too. Yeah. Like a little headache. Yeah. It happens right there. Mm-hmm. No egg in my area. <laughs> in case you guys don't, don't encourage him. Right. <laughs> in case you don't know, this is uh, Ariel Allstop from WTOL. Hello. Hey. How you doing today? I am so happy to be here with you guys. Oh, we're so happy, happy to, to have, have you. you. I hear so much about the 419 grind. It's great How to do you hear about us? How do you hear about us? Well, I think just on social media. Uh-huh. And then uh, Dennis comes on oh, and Dennis. does the lawyer. Dennis. Dennis does the Ask the Lawyer segment on Wednesday. Oh, oh. How, great you know advice. How you know Dennis? Uh, we may or may not be dating. Oh, yeah. oh. Dennis, Dennis <laughs> may is, or may not. Dennis Dennis is very menace. close to my heart. I love uh, Dennis. <laughs> we love Dennis. I know he's going to be watching right now. And he he's probably, probably blushing. Yeah, I know. He's cracking up. I wish we could get y'all to come up the same day. At the same time we could, Wednesday. yeah. Maybe we could do that, actually. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yes, we can do yes. it. Well, we got the grinders here listening. They were like, who is this Ariel? So give us some background history. Are you born and raised in Toledo? So I am actually a newbie to Toledo. Mm-hmm. I've been oh. here now for four years. Okay. Originally from uh, New Orleans area. Oh. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Born in Texas. Wow. Okay. From New Orleans area. So okay. came here for work. I've loved um, telling people stories for the past four years. Not as long as others, right? Right, But right. in the past four years, I've gotten to tell some amazing stories, meet amazing humans. Right. I think Northwest Ohio is a really generous place. And coming to the Midwest, a lot of kindness and a lot of hospitality, uh, just like the South. So I love that. Zodiac sign? Libra. Okay, you oh, balance. Yeah. yeah. So you I just would say that's so right. So did your birthday already pass or is it coming up? Uh, next Tuesday. What you doing? I don't, it's 26, guys. 26 isn't fun. Oh, you know, yeah, I'm past yes. the quarter century hump. No. Like, uh, but you, know, you, you woke up, okay? You know we right. nearly lost almost 700,000 people in the last year and a half. That's true. So you got to celebrate. Every year counts. It don't matter how big or small this. it is. Okay, so then let's, um, I'm saying going to say I'm going to go to dinner with some friends. Okay. And we're going to celebrate and we're going to um, be grateful yes. that we have each other. Grateful yeah. and thankful. That's the, that's yeah. the best Turn thing up. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's what, all far to say. Yet, I'm a Scorpio, so oh. mine's is coming up. My birthday is November 2nd. <laughs> oh, Yes. Dennis is the first, so yes. we have a little Scorpio thing going yeah, on. Yeah. You know, for those viewers watching who are Scorpios, uh, I think that a lot of people can relate. They're kind of secretive. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Yeah. that I get that all the time. You do you? But I don't really think that I'm secretive. This is the thing. Okay. So a lot of people always, I'm, I don't know, I'm just they always come to me and talk to me. Mm-hmm. I listen. Yeah. I don't always share. So I don't consider it as being secretive because you can ask me. That's right. You know, most of the time I can say, you know, hey, how you doing? Somebody get the, telling me the whole story. I just ask, how you doing? Now, if you want to tell me all your business and <laughs> happen, that's fine. Yeah. I yeah. ain't sharing unless you ask me. So we don't really get asked a yeah. lot. We ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So people think we're secretive because we don't just 
volunteer information. Right. I can Ask me that. and I'll tell you, right. but I'm not going to just, I'm not an open book to just be like, well, and then what's that line? saying? You make moves in secret and yeah. then, you know, well, your play will be revealed. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be telling people every move you yeah, make. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like if you want to really know, just ask me. Mm-hmm. I'll either politely tell you or not. Yeah. But I just got this magnet type of thing where people just want to tell me all their business. Nobody yeah. want to talk to you. No, a lot of people do. I got a lot of secrets that I'm taking to the grave. I got a lot of secrets about people that I'm taking to the grave. I tell people I don't want to know. Well, sometimes you need to talk it out. Sometimes people just don't want to hear to listen to. And I'm, I ask a lot of questions. I mean, look at what we do. We ask them, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? What you're here for? I mean, that's just my profession. So yeah. I love it. Amazing. Right, so you're from, you from the uh, Louisiana area. You're a survivor, huh? With the hurricanes? Uh, Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, 09. I, I Sometimes it like blurs together because, you know, when you go through something like that back yeah. home, it's you have before Katrina and after Katrina. That's mm-hmm. how we refer to time back there. So it's wow. like you don't, you know, it's a it's a different way of living. But. You ever ate some cool? Um, say again? You ever ate some cones, some raccoons? No, uh, that's not for me. Those aren't kosher. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I, got, I got some friends in the Lake Charles area down there. They always talk about that. Nutria. That's the other thing. Swamp rat. People do eat that. They're what like these that? big rats. Yeah. Um, that, they're like marsh rats. They have longer teeth. They're kind of like a mix between a beaver and a rat. What? Not for me. I would not recommend eating one, but there are people who do eat them. Mm. South uh, is a very adventurous place cuisine-wise. Yeah. Mm. You'll find a lot, of, a lot of things. Some alligator. You know, people say it tastes like chicken. I uh, say, well, you enjoy that. <laughs> so, um, now you at, w, you at W2L. What's your, yeah. what's your official position there at W2L? So, I have worn a lot of hats over the fa- past okay. few years, and I think it's kind of a wonderful thing about being in news. You get to really grow, and especially at WTOL, they really help mentor you and help you f- kind of find your passion. Mm-hmm. So when I started, I was a dayside reporter. Um, then I went to the morning shift, and I did that for a couple years. And on the morning shift, you get all the breaking news, all right. the crazy stories. What? Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> and, then, um, and then now I'm still on the morning show, and I kind of love it because I have my whole day free, I will say. The 2 a.m. alarm, not that fun. Oh. But what time you got to be here for? Uh, 3.30. Oh, yeah, okay. 3.34. Okay. So it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm filling anchoring, then I need to be there like 2.15. Oh. You know, if I'm doing what I do now, um, I do like 4 o'clock, 3.30. But um, it's called the first alert desk. So right. our morning show is kind of innovative in that we have a, a section where I come on. If there's breaking news anywhere around the world, I'll break into our coverage and I'll say, here's what's happening. Um. Kind of let people know what's happening in other parts of the country. So, uh, obviously, our show's focused on local news, what's happening right here in the 419, Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan. Mm -hmm. But I get to come on and do that. And I do really love it because it's a little slice of, okay, here's, you know, there was an earthquake in Tokyo. Or here's what Congress is doing to pass Mm -hmm. a debt ceiling, you know, or suspend the debt ceiling or raise it so that way we don't default on our bills or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. So, it's come in and then breaking down news so that way it's simple to understand because you know sometimes you read an article and you're like I have no idea what they're talking about Mm -hmm. and then if you listen to the news sometimes it's even more difficult because you're not really like watching news you're half listening while you do other things Mm -hmm. so you gotta write in a way you gotta talk like people listen Mm -hmm. talk like people Mm -hmm. listen so how'd you get that skill I think uh, growing up, I liked to read a lot. And I had a lot of little brothers and sisters. And I would talk to them, and I would uh, try to talk to them in a way that was conversational. And I think that that kind of helped me a little. Did you always want to be in news? You know, it's funny. um, My mom would tell me I should be a journalist because I love to write. And I would write all the time. I had notebooks that I would fill with stories. And my mom would say, yeah, you're going to be a journalist. And I would say, no, I'm not. But... (laughs) 
you know mothers are always right. Yeah. Uh, moms Mama just, know, they baby. know. know. <laughs> they know. So the first two years of my college, I was undeclared. And then finally I said, all right, we're going to go with journalism. Because I just kind of realized that it was for me. So I did a double major in journalism and then policy. And uh, yeah. And I love it. I love that. Um, I think there's so much happening in this profession. There are so many changes in the industry. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. local TV news does not look like it looked like mm -hmm. even just a decade ago. Right. And those changes can be scary, but they can also give us a lot of opportunity to think about how do we want to reshape where we're going. Right. Um, mm -hmm. In any adversity, there's always opportunity, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm trying to, you know, that's what I try to think about. Okay. <laughs> Like, what's your goal? Is your goal to be anchored to sit at the desk and be like... You know, I'm still figuring that out. I don't feel like I'm fully grown yet, you, you know? Like, I, I think do. that I want to continue just doing the best yeah. job every day and be better than who I was yesterday. Amen. You know, I think that I love, uh, I love telling a good story. I love yeah. telling a story that matters to people, that people care about. Yeah. Being really plugged into the community. Um, sometimes you don't realize the impact you're having. You kind of think, oh, what I do doesn't matter. And then you'll get a message, you know, from somebody who watched your story, a young kid in high school. Right. or someone who was on your street or maybe you went to breaking news in a story and a child watched you do it and then later you hear that like they want to do what you're doing because they saw how you did that story and you were respectful and kind yeah. and how you covered it and then they say hey I want to do what you do so you leave your marks you sow right. seeds right and I think that that's kind of how I judge my impact a little bit right now I'm mm -hmm. not fully sure this industry is very vast right. and there's so many changes coming to it that I can't really say where I'll be in 10 years because I don't think we know what the industry will fully look right. like right. no more they want to be out of the story, you right. know, anchoring is great. I've done both, and I love anchoring. Right. Um, you know, there's something about being in control of your show. You, as the anchor, you're responsible for what's airing, that product. Right. If a script's not loaded in the prompter, you know, you've got to be able to catch that oh. and say... Uh, I'm going to ad lib or I'm going to cover it. You know, there's been times where our prompters messed up and I have no idea where to go and the camera <laughs> comes out to me. And sometimes you can, if your anchor does what they're supposed to, you won't really be able to tell. You know, maybe I toss it to a sky cam or I do something to kind of cover oh. all the producers behind the scenes going, let's get this video. Let's do this, you know. Um, and so as being an anchor has its own challenges and it's um, a great a great thing to do and a great thing to be. And then being a reporter is also similarly, I really do love that you own your story, you love your story, you're talking to people in the community, they see you out in the community and they want to come up to you. So, you know, each one has its strengths, right? Mm -hmm. What's the most difficult part of your um, job? Uh, sometimes the alarm, man, oh. getting up at 2 a.m. What time do you got to go to bed? So that's like, I should go to bed probably <laughs> around 6 or 7 p.m. But realistically, it turns into, you know, like 8 or 9. Because, you know, some of your friends hit you up and they'd be like, oh, let's go get up dinner or let's go get dinner, some drinks. Dinner's take pictures or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he needed legal advice as well. <laughs> Think about like, this. I'm on the 419 grind tomorrow. Can I run my topics by you? <laughs> sure, Dennis. Go ahead. Read them in my ear. So, you know, I love love it um but i would say that's kind of the hard thing and i think the hard thing you know being in news too is just 
when you were in a, I say regular job, um, not like any job is regular, but you know, when you work in most jobs, your mistakes affect your company, but like no one sees if you mess up. Right. Your your behavior is not public for the whole world. But in news, you know, yeah. you mess up publicly, everyone can see where you're coming from. And yeah. so, you know, I think sometimes there's that pressure of like being perfect mm. and no one's perfect. Right. And I think also, um, you know, it's difficult in your job because you always wonder if you could do it better. Could I have told that story better? Right. Could I have, did I leave the impact I wanted to leave, you know? Um, but that just comes with you do the best you can do. Not yeah. much more you can say past that. Yeah. So. That's, that's, that's interesting. You know, with us being in broadcasting and, and learning, I, I feel a lot of stuff that you said. Um, you want to do the best. You want to feel like you're getting people the best the best coverage that you can give them for that day. So, you know, so we don't try to be perfect, though. No, yeah. That's, that's, that, that's far uh, from my radar. Yeah. I mean, only because like, <laughs> I, be I think that'll that'll make our show not what it is. Not real. Not, mm-hmm. not yeah, authentic. Yeah. To try to we be, be newsy. It's already right. enough news out here. We yeah. want to be something different than that. Yeah. We report it, but we do it in our own way. Own mm-hmm. different way. Yeah. And Through conversation. Again, right. like you said, being relatable, you know, talking to the people how they like to listen to yeah. get them engaged and stuff like that. So we love that. You know, people can't just call up to the news station and be like, hey, I want to talk. No, so we not. like that. They can come in here. They can call. They can give us a prank call or yeah. a, a joke or something. Have you gotten prank calls? We do them. Oh, you do? Oh, I love that. Oh. That's like the best part of morning shows yeah. sometimes. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. Funny, funny, funny. So... Yeah, we like doing that. What else you got going on? You, got, you doing anything else on the side? Um, so right now I'm just busy, obviously, with work. I feel like that's kind of a full-time gig. But um, I think that getting involved in, like, volunteer work is also important. Serving your community, do little things you can do here uh, and there. Mm-hmm. And we have so many great organizations in yeah. Northwest Ohio. Like, when I first came here, I was kind of blown away by just how big the volunteer um, scene is in terms of giving back and really just helping the community. You know, I was able to do stuff with Food for Thought. Oh. I was able to do stuff with Cherry Street Mission. Just great organizations that I would, anyone who is thinking about giving back or thinking about, you know, hey, what do I want to do? How can I help somewhere in my community? I want to make an impact. That's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Are and there, you never know where it leads to, too. Are there any organizations that you're interested in working with? Um, I have, what I do is um, Food for Thought a little bit. I've helped out with them before. And then also, one thing I would tell people who are listening is that coming up in November, there's going to be two showings of A Story Worth Living. It's a documentary written, produced, directed by local filmmakers, and the topic's on mental health and oh, suicide okay. awareness. Oh, wow. And so the first one's going to be shown at Imagination Station, um, or actually I should say the first one's at the Mommy Indoor Theater. Uh, I'm going to be emceeing that one, and then the next weekend there's going to be one at Imagination Station. And I just think in today's day and age, the topic of mental health is so important. So, yes, I mean, definitely. we see it affecting everything, and I think a lot of times, last year was rough and then Mm -hmm. we thought this year was just going to be so much better and everyone's just fatigued you know everyone's a big fatigue so being a part of that conversation I think affects so much that you know just being involved in little ways helping wherever you can I would tell people just do that you know we got a question in the comments go for it they said what made you um actually what made you come here to Toledo oh I love it so 
when I was looking at different places to go, when I was like looking for my first job, actually, um, there were different, the way news works, it's kind of rough sometimes because you, you pick a market, right? And when you first start out, you can't start too big. You have to kind of start medium sized mm-hmm. or smaller because you don't have the most experience. Right. right. And Toledo's a good mid-sized market. And um, I just kind of thought to myself, I think I would like to go there. I think that that would be a really cool place. I started to do more research, found out about the mud hens, yeah. looking at the mommy river, mm-hmm. And, you know, different places. And then, of course, there were all the haters in the comments <laughs> being like, you know, uh, Toledo is, uh, you know, it's it's um, like a mini Detroit, which I don't understand that because I think Detroit's actually kind of wonderful. But, um, you know, people have their negative right. connotations. Yeah. And sometimes you got to say, I'm not going to let that stop me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what this is about. Okay. And so I was like, you know, I'm from New Orleans. Like, right. I can see what this is about. You can hang on. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the opposite. It's like the mm-hmm. flip of it's it. It's like big city to you from where you uh, yes and no. Compared to New Orleans, I would say it's smaller. Right. But right, right. from, yeah, I would say it's smaller for sure. But it's nice because it's just, it has a more homey feel in that yeah. sense. You know, Toledo's like a big, small city, you yeah. know, a big, small town. Mm-hmm. And you're like two degrees of separation from everyone. Like, I quickly found out when I would make friends or meet people, oh, you know so-and-so, oh, you knew that person? Oh, oh, that's your cousin? Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> Everybody knows somebody yeah. that knows somebody that knows right. somebody. Yeah. And that's the truth. So, came to Toledo for work, um, ultimately, but I also came because I wanted to see what it was about, and I have very much enjoyed my time here. Oh, you got a lot of so, good experiences so far. Yeah, I have. I have made some great friends. I got a dog, and I just feel like when you get a dog, your whole world <laughs> opens it, up. Right. Everyone suddenly wants to be your friend. And, you know, I got a dog, and then I say I got Dennis a few months later, so that's Aww. great. And then I got his group of friends, who are now my group of friends. Aww. So, you know, it we all come, works We're coming to the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys been? doing the 419 grind we marked our year uh That's August amazing. 23rd was the first episode oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago would you think you'd be here in this room doing this exact thing not this exact thing, but I knew something was going to happen. Like uh, I had, that's when I st- actually started. Maybe about ten, maybe about nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, 2012. I was tired of the 419 grind as a blog site. Yeah. And then uh, podcast started blowing up, and so here we are. Look at the success. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy to even like because this is not how it started. Yeah. But this, but this is where it's going. Though. <laughs> Definitely ain't how it started, but uh, we still rolling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fun coming in here and doing this every day, having conversations, just talking mm-hmm. and, and enjoying meeting new people. Yeah. So that's the fun part of it. Yeah. It's so many entrepreneurs that you ne- wouldn't even thought of and it's starting so businesses like what? You did make this to a and business. You know, and it's such a hard thing. Like I'm glad you bring that up because I see I live downtown and I see the growth that's coming to like the Vistula neighborhood mm-hmm. and some of these other districts in the city. And I would say I'm definitely very passionate about economic growth because I think that that's really how you drive a city to be successful. Make people want to come. We see what the Solheim Cup kind of did and yeah. I understand that golf's not for everyone that scene does not resonate with everyone but it did bring some good things to the, the area fact that, that the recognition yeah. Yeah. the fact that Toledo. it was here yeah yeah it brought a whole different vibe yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was beautiful it, it was really so beautiful was. Yeah, that was I'm probably... not into golf at all either yeah. but I just the experience of us being able to be in a room with yeah. BCSN you know that was our first real media coverage mm. we felt so official and great. honored so it was like that's this amazing. is amazing the opportunity is that's going to keep coming. So. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, see that and then they go, they get a little like, um, sometimes like, oh, Toledo can't do that, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. I notice it's the people who are here 
who have been here their whole lives that sometimes have that negative, like, yeah. we can't grow, we can't change. And then they get kind of, you know, annoyed when new people want to push Toledo to be something different. And look, change is hard. I get it. But at the end of the day, the growth, I think, is just so. It's not, it's not, it's not new yeah. people. It's not new people. It's the younger generation. And Toledo's been a time where the older generation kind of stuck to the older yeah. traditions, you know what I'm saying? And the younger generation is ready to just boom out. And, mm-hmm. and that's what's happening. So. Yeah. Being downtown, do you ride the scooters? I have. <laughs> I ride the scooters. <laughs> Which one is your favorite one? The one you sit down or stand uh, up on? You know what? I've always ridden the one you stand on. Oh, okay. But then, like, I recently, um, coming back from Toledo Spirits one time, did do the sit-down one. And I was like, oh, where's this been my whole life? Like, why didn't I sit down sooner? And so I uh, do like those a lot. I like the control of like standing up, but um, if you can snag a sit down one, that's a nice break. That's heaven, huh? How about you? Which one do you like? I ain't tried yet. I don't try. Oh, yeah, yeah, we gotta go. We gotta get you downtown. I know. I wanna try the bike and everything. We still haven't tried yet. Oh, we gotta get you downtown. And we knew it was over for the soul when they was down here for the Gwen Stefani. You couldn't yeah. find one nowhere. Oh, so even I now, sometimes I think you can't find them. I see them on Bancroft and yeah. at the most weird places. <laughs> I can tell, like, some they are very popular. But my thing sometimes, like, at night, I'll see all these young kids out on them for hours. And I'm like, who's paying that? I'm like, that's expensive. Like, I do it for, like, five they, minutes. And I'm like, scammers. Oh. They've got somebody's credit card information. Oh, no. Scammers. I try not to think like that. I'm like, yeah, your mom's treating you for getting good grades. Now that's you get nice. a scooter. That's nice. That sounds fun. You got a police full of kids. I was seeing this But you know what's interesting? Because I actually saw a report on CBS News about how um, ER visits from these scooters, not like nationally, they looked at cities across the country and they found that um, the ER visits in cities that started these scooters was um, just up. They skyrocketed. I've heard a couple people saying that they fall because, off them. I'm like, how yeah. can y'all fall? But I think a lot of them are yeah. doing drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's they right. getting drunk and having fun. Well, and don't pay attention. Do, yeah. Kids try to do tricks on them. Popping wheelies and stuff. Yeah. We're all pausing because I feel like we're all hearing rain. Yeah. 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 Rain. Yeah. Rain. Yeah. Lots yes. of rain. Yes. yes. This weekend's going to be nice, though, and I can't wait. Yes. Ryan Weekman said it was going to be nice. So if, I said if it was going to be nice, too. So Shada said it, too. So I thought we need to enjoy this. Do y'all got Doppler? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan. Ryan, Ryan's our, we te- love to tease Ryan because he's our in-house nerd. It was this mm. morning on the morning show, we had the best time. He um, made these augmented reality graphics and I love it because it's like we're one of the few stations that have like that creativity where we can, we do that sort of thing. And he makes this like stand with like the football field and he tries to kick a field goal through it. If the field goal goes, you know, it's going to be good weather this weekend. And if he doesn't make it, it's not going to be a great weekend. But he made it. Oh, okay. Or actually, not for tonight, but for yeah. the weekend he did. Yeah, I was so. going to say, because it's over with for I'm today. Yeah, today's cloudy. not great. How many yeah. yards does the field go? Hmm? hmm? You kick the field goal. How many yards does it away? You can't put me on the spot with sports knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Get him, get him, girl. Get him, girl. Get him. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's another question in the comments. Okay. It says, what advice... Oh, sorry. What advice would you give any uh, anyone who wants oh, to get into yeah. broadcasting? So I think my biggest advice would be uh, knowing yourself, um, getting started to like building your brand. Social media is so important these days. Mm-hmm. So important. If you can build your brand on social media, showing a potential employer what you want to do and how you do it every day, mm. that speaks volume. So if you're passionate about the news, get on Facebook and record clips of yourself delivering like 
little news reports for the day, right? Mm -hmm. Like saying, hey, um, you can pull it from national headlines, but Mm -hmm. just build your brand, build it on Instagram, build it on Twitter, build it on Facebook. And then when an employer is looking at you, they're gonna see two things. Number one, like, wow, look at the videos that you're doing, look at how you're portraying yourself. That's what I want for myself. And then I would also say, along with that, they see your follower count. If you start mm-hmm. to get a lot of people interacting, following you, that tells them that people mm. like what you're doing and they're interacting with that, and they're gonna want you for that. So I just say build your brand, and whether you wanna be on air, behind the scenes, maybe you wanna produce or run camera, whatever your passion is, try to get close to people who do those things, learn about it, shadow them, get experience doing it, and build a portfolio of it, and then you will be able to show it, and then you can go to jobs and uh. pe- get started in the industry with something already built for yourself. And your social media is yours forever, don't forget that. Yeah. Uh. So that's the thing, if you leave a job, if you've built that, that's that's Still your brand. Yours. It's mm-hmm. like, like your resume. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about that sometimes where I'm like, I could develop a website and put all my stuff on it, but no one's going to get on my website. They're going to be looking at my Facebook mm-hmm. and my Instagram or my Twitter, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's where it's at. Is the hiring market in the broadcasting field the same as out here as all other markets? Is everybody hiring? Yeah, I would say so. You know, I think that um, it goes, it ebbs and flows. And it used to be, uh, it's interesting, right? Because no industry, it seems, is immune from all the labor shortage and things that we've been seeing. And I think that broadcasting, like a lot of other professions, is kind of going through a little bit of like, not maybe not an awakening, but a little bit just of this thing where a lot of people are waking up and they're just thinking like, what do I want to do with my life? Where right. do I want to be? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are who are in news are realizing like, this is a job that I don't always get a lot of praise for doing, right? right? Like the media can get a lot of hate, Mm -hmm. sometimes warranted, whatever the case may be, but oftentimes it's people, you and me, doing our jobs every day, waking up, trying to keep people informed, trying to put a smile on their face. Um, And I think that a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, I wanna find something else I can do that's more conducive with my family or my work-life balance. Because news is a hard thing to balance when you got a family. You got weird hours, you got long days. And so I think that there are a lot of open positions that weren't previously, the pandemic's disrupted a little Mm, that. So I think that there are plenty of industries hiring. I know that everyone is. I know, that you know even in places where it would be like maybe more job stability like in top 10 markets they now have opening more openings that they used to have so i think it's just something that we're seeing in all industries right. and the news isn't immune to that right. so you are why do people don't want to work i don't know i think you know it's a little bit of like people just trying to figure out who they are and where they want to be and I think the pandemic kind of made everyone take a step back and be like Mm -hmm. think about their life you know Mm -hmm. like I'm not going to just keep running this rat race I'm going to take a step back because you know if you think about it America's a great country for all we're able to produce but at the same time our ability to work life balance is not existent Mm -hmm. you know we're very much a work 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 kind of society we don't really take breaks um, and, you know, in Japan and in other countries, they have breaks like midday for Tai Chi mm-hmm. or for, you know, and it, it doesn't hurt the productivity. Sometimes it kind of enhances if you have healthy, happy, mentally mm. sound employees that feel good, yeah. they're going to produce better. So, you know, it's interesting to see how other countries have their labor done. Right. Like, do they have a four-day work week and a three-day weekend? Yeah, most, they, they, most countries have a four-day work yeah. week and, only, and, and a three-day uh, weekend. Yeah. yeah I think we're the, yeah, mm-hmm. we're the only country that works Right, five to seven days. And week. I think twenty-eight, eight. I think right. during the pandemic, when people were when people's jobs were telling them to stay home and they weren't making no money, they learned that they had to survive and they were they were doing things to survive without mm-hmm. being under the 
umbrella of their company or their job. Like, well, shit, I ain't got to be in this slavery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. don't want to work. And then yeah. When you go to jobs and start working, a lot of people are like, I don't need this shit. I don't got to work. We ready? Don't care yeah. no more. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, sometimes it does come down to taking a look at yourself and your own attitude because yeah. I will say, you know, you've got you've to gotta bring a good attitude to work, right? Mm-hmm. There are times, I mean, it can. You're, no one likes going to work, right? right? Sometimes work can be tough, but if you don't like what you're doing, maybe try find to something else. Find yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. Now's the time. Everyone's hiring. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I think that people, you know, it's an internal problem, and they seek that external solution. It's mm-hmm. like if you're not happy, sometimes gotta love yours. It's yeah. somewhere yeah. deep I in you. So. And you gotta remember, so it's a process too. A lot of people expect things to happen overnight. And it's just, yeah, it's they don't work like that. I blame social media for that. It's yeah, gratification for sure. it a little does. bit. For yeah. sure. Yeah. A lot of it. Ain't no little bit. A lot of it. Yeah, a lot, lot of it. You're a right. You're right. A thousand words. Yeah, and you don't know what those thousand words are saying. Because you can look good in the picture and be broke. And, oh, you balling, mm-hmm. brother. I ain't got nothing. Or you don't know what that person shirt. did to even get that money. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah. Be be aggressive. You know. Talk to your. If you're not happy in your current role, right? Try to level up. Talk to your boss about future growth you can have. Or you know, if you feel like undervalued, you feel like you haven't gotten a raise or you haven't gotten something you need. Have that conversation. I think so many people are ha- afraid to have it. And then you know, if you have it and it's not successful and you feel like you're not appreciated, well, then that's a great sign for you to say, "I'm going to go somewhere and take my talents oh, wow. where I feel that I, you know." Yeah. But hmm. well, speaking of your talents, where can people follow you and find you at? Oh. Oh, well, sure. Um, you know, I have a Facebook page, Ariel Onstott, um, and that's where, oh, I should say, my first name is A-R-I-Y-L, so it's a little different than the traditional, you know, Little Mermaid spelling, um, but Facebook, I do a lot of news, uh, I do keep you updated on, like, headlines, news stories, different things like that. Um, Twitter is a little bit, same thing, my first, last name, that's, like, uh, you know, news as well, sometimes funny stuff as we love to see sometimes on Twitter mm-hmm. and then my Instagram I do some news but it's a lot more personal like you know because you have stories right and you can mm-hmm. kind of just show people and then Facebook after they bought you know Instagram they try to make all their apps do same the same things right. like now Facebook has stories right. yeah, and yeah. I don't get down with Facebook stories I've kind of tried a couple times I don't know if it's for me <laughs> but um, Instagram Instagram stories are great you yeah can, I love Instagram yeah you yes, can just share Instagram. it's so creative I love mm-hmm. like just creating something beautiful because you know even if life it can be stressful if you can create something beautiful online great like mm-hmm. it makes me feel good but at mm-hmm. the same time you have to be careful of that because sometimes that goes to show what you see on social media isn't always real yeah. and so that's the you have to be aware of that just because you see so much perfection everything on that social media yeah. that's exactly mm-hmm. it Every, honestly, everybody have a good day on social media sometimes yeah mm-hmm. yeah glamorous life mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, um, one thing too, okay, so this is funny, this is just totally off topic, okay, but um, random, getting off topic, next Tuesday, Mm -hmm. right, or actually no, it was this last week, J. Cole was supposed to have his concert in Detroit, and then he canceled it, or had to move it, right, Mm because of the lighting um, challenges, so now this is getting rescheduled to the 25th, and I just find it so interesting, like, as part of the whole labor shortage and everything else going on, that his, when he was explaining what happened, he was like, you know, 
I didn't plan for how much time it took with the production and the lights and everything and the setup and everything that goes into this. And in my head, I'm thinking, this show better be pretty spectacular if, uh, you know, it takes that long to set up some lights and some props. I I don't know what I'm in for. I heard J. Cole put on a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I already do, too. That's the 25th of uh, October? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Are you going? Yeah. J. Cole fan? Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I got them for Dennis, and I was trying to keep something from him, which was that concert as a surprise. And so in a hilarious turn of events, I'm like, oh, great. It got moved to the 25th. We're going to push this back. Um, so, you know, we're just going to... I didn't tell him what it was. I was like, yeah, your birthday plans. We're going to do it on the 25th now. And he's like, oh, great. So um, on Tuesday, there is the J. Cole concert. I just wonder if you want to... And I'm like, oh, I can't oh, win. <laughs> and I knew he's going to go home and look it up. So I'm like, he's I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't, you can't get anything over <laughs> Between the lawyer and the journalist, it's the same thing. You're going right, to research yeah. it. You're right. going to look research. it up. You wow. Can't, that is so You funny. can't get the surprise over it all. It's so hard. Well, we appreciate you coming in. I this appreciate was a great you guys. Interview. You like a dentist number two, you guys. Just yeah. Get the good topics, you guys. Talking. We appreciate having guests come on because sometimes yeah. we have people that just sit there and just wait and wait, but you're talkative and you're engaging and I we love, love that type I love stuff. being here with so you guys. we appreciate you coming in. You can yeah. always come in anytime, like I said. Awesome. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's a professional. Oh, thanks a lot. Professional that. talker, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> she says she gotta when that when that prompter go down, she gotta yeah. interrupt. You do. You gotta you gotta be able to Quick on your feet. Quick yeah. on your feet. One time it went down and I had nothing and all I had was just like, you know, the lower third that pops up at the bottom of the screen and it was about, you know, kids saying it was a show, new show about kids coming on CBS and the lower was like, like kids say the darndest things because uh-huh. that was the name of the show. So I'm getting up there and I'm like well, there's a new show coming to CBS. Uh, kids say the darndest things. They really do. Yep, they say the darndest things. All right, we're gonna we're gonna look at weather and uh, we'll be right back. Sometimes you just gotta job, do it. Great job. Uh, great way to catch it. Pretty safe. Uh-huh. Oh man. Mm. All right. Well, uh, right now it's affirmation time with Shay K right here on the Rising Grind Morning Show. Okay, so this is my favorite part of the day. I, I love like to it. end the show with something positive. So I hope that you receive it. So for today's message is. You have your own path. Don't even try comparing your life to others because knowing that they are happier or they could be more miserable than you. You have to determine your own happiness. You have your own destiny. You have your own spirit that is eager to thrive. So let your own wings fly as you find the strength and you find the faith to do what you're supposed to do and follow your inner voice that leads you to a better place. You have won so many battles before, so don't you dare stop now comparing your life to someone else because you are so close to your own destiny. Love it. And it kind of went on what we were talking about. Yeah, wow. Don't follow face what you see on social media because, again, you never know what somebody else is going through. Everybody battle is different. Everybody test is different. Everybody's testimony is going to be different. Yeah. So go ahead and fight your own fight, and we're going to see you at the top. I, I totally it. receive it, and it goes for any lifestyle. Yep. We all out any lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> we love you. All right. You to say that to cover for yesterday. Tighten up. No, I'm going to say everything. Tighten up. We got we to gotta get tougher skin, man. We can't be so sensitive out here in this hard world. Mm-hmm. We all yeah. trying to make it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's an everyday struggle for everybody. No matter what lifestyle you got, it's an everyday struggle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Stay on the path and keep positive. And we just got to keep grinding. Thing. 
Yep. All right. Well, we're going to be grinding and getting ready for our event that we got this evening. What you got going on this weekend? Got a good weekend coming up? Yeah. All right. Well, make sure you get out there. Enjoy the weather. Uh, we will yeah. get to high of 81 Saturday, yep. high of nice. 76 on Sunday. So, again, Ooh. we got to enjoy nice. these nice days while we can because the snow is show is coming. Let's be safe this weekend, too, guys. Yes. No yeah. accidents, please, because Dennis Show going to give us the stats yeah. on Wednesday. So. We, only, we only got a few more nice weekends left, so yeah. take advantage of them. Have safely. Safe Safely, safely. Mm-hmm. Properly mm-hmm. uh, social distance and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys back here on Monday. Is that correct, Chuck? That is definitely. Well, we'll be here Sunday for the sports show. Oh, yeah, we'll be on Sunday for the sports show. All of us together. You're right. I'll be back on Monday. With Sandy Brown. Yeah, all of us together. We'll be back for the morning show on, yes, yes, on yes. Monday at 830. Yes. But shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox. Hotbox. Mud City Entertainment. Yep. Greater New Psalmist Church. Amen. J. Rush Jennings. Uh-huh. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Yumadop Lucas County. Yep. Legendary Carpet Care. Hey, now. Kendall Harvey. Uh-huh. The Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Old Henry's <laughs> Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Sino. <laughs> That's splash. Arc Construction and Restoration. Restore. And Witness Riches Forever. Money. Cheers. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rising Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise. And Grind. At the 419grind.com, you can become a sponsor of our show. 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 Yes, yes. This is another great week. We had a lot of great guests, had a lot of great conversations, and we're getting ready to get down here tonight. We got to get the people what they want. Jesse, they said they want a nice picture of us tonight. All right, we're all going to be dressed up. Oh, yeah. We're going to take that picture, Mama Riley. You know, if nobody else, mm. I'm going to be on it, okay? Mama said it. We got to do Mama it. Mama said it. We got to get the people what they want. All right. We're going to get you. Jesse, don't be angry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> acting bougie. I'm not even See, acting, he, acting bougie. He ain't even took his undershirt off yet, and he already acting bougie. What are you talking about? Mm, are we yeah. going to end the show or what? No. Nope. Let's go. All right. <laughs> well, what else we got to talk about? Then? Nothing. Um, Next week we got a great week, great yep. guests. Uh, see y'all back here Monday. All right, so until next time. Hey, hello world. I'm Quentin Riley, CEO and founder of Legendary Carpet Care Plus. The services we provide are professional carpet, tile, and upholstery cleaning, both for residential and commercial. We show up on time. We get the job done. We're certified at what we do, and our customers rave about us. We're legendary. And if you don't believe me, check this out. Hi, my name is Susan Brown, and I am the owner of the Doris Brown Fitness and Learning Academy. I've been using Legendary Carpet Care for about three years now, and I'm very, very, very pleased with it. Sanitation should be important to everyone, but it's mostly important to me because I want my children to come into a safe and clean environment, and Legendary Carpet Care provides that for me. I would personally recommend Legendary Carpet Care to other businesses because he's fair with his prices, he's he's an on-time person, he never lets you down, and just look at my place, it's just clean all the time, and and I use it like every three or four months. If you're interested in getting your home or business sanitized, visit our website at legendarycarpetcare.com or click the link associated to this video. We look forward to serving you. What's up Toledo? My name is Jason White. I'm the CEO and founder of Witness Riches. And did you know that we offer the credit repair service? If you're trying to buy a house, get a new car, refinance bad debt, or just be prepared for whatever life may bring your way, you should consider hiring our credit repair program. 
typically within the first three to six months of working with us, our clients average a minimum 100 point credit score increase with each credit bureau. So if you can use gains like that, you should consider hiring our credit repair service. All you have to do is go to the 700clubtoledo.com to learn more about our credit repair program. And if it interests you, we're also gonna give you the ability to start your first 30 days for just $19.99. So go to the 700clubtoledo.com Learn more about our program, and we look forward to serving you.